As promised, we're going over the early ACC football predictions for 2023. We talked about the top five, but in the middle of the pack, are there some teams that deserve to be in the top five conversation? We'll talk about all of that on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody welcome to today's edition of locked on acc i'm your host kenis cooper joined by kenton gibbs of locked on wolfpack each and every day you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts make sure you download subscribe to our youtube channel and our audio listens we love it when you give us feedback five-star reviews and comments of at the ready Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. And when you enter promo code locked on college, they'll throw you a free custom bird dog Yeti, Yeti style tumbler with every order. Have to say, love my Yeti style tumbler. I think it's always good to get you a little cup on the go. Kenton, we promised the people a little early prediction preview. We got into the top five. It took us a whole show just to get through the top five. Absolutely. I've heard your comments and reactions and facial expressions are a hit. So the people let me know that. Mm-hmm. So I'm very interested to see how you feel about these next group of four. A hit is an interesting way to put it based on the comments that I've read. You know, I've, uh, I, I appreciate the generosity there, but let's get into it, right? I'm not going to be like, I'm here to tell you what it is, what it ain't, what it could be, and what it can't. Well, let's start with the fact that we went over our top five according to Athlon Sports, right? Mm-hmm. NC State, North Carolina, Clemson, FSU, Cool, and Louisville, which we said, I don't know what the Athlon writers were over there drinking, but it had to be the best of whiskey, okay, out there in Kentucky. Now yeah. we're going over six through 10, and I argue that some of these could make their way to the top five end of season. You can tell me whether you think so or not. Cool? Let's do it. Let's get cool. into it. All right. Hitting number six for the early AC football predictions of Athlon Sports, way too early uh, list here. Duke Blue Devils sitting at number six. Mike Elko, of course, had a really massive season last year, nine and four overall after a three and nine start in 2021. The Blue Devils ain't nothing that you can play about. Riley Leonard. I think Riley Leonard, Drake May is going to be a nice little Duke Carolina tandem. You know, at the ready, we've seen, you know, past quality, halfway decent quarterbacks at that position or at those schools battle nicely. Duke definitely surprised some people. Their schedule was cupcake, according to some, but you got to play who's in front of you. The stars align from them in the coastal space. Will they win nine games this year? Who knows? But I think we have to give a little more respect to what Mike Elko and the boys are doing over there in Durham. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, even I'll, I'll say this. I think that I've talked about at nauseum how their schedule wasn't exactly the toughest and how most coastal teams didn't have um, a very tough schedule, especially them with some teams that you didn't know were going to be bad, were God awful for sure. But even with that being said, like you said, you play who's in front of you. You play who's in front of you. And uh, because of that, I'm looking at this team and I'm saying to myself, this next year of who's in front of them, it squares away fairly similarly. And so I think that they'll be okay. I think that this is a situation where uh, Duke has six fits. Duke has six fits, and they could even slide into the top five. 
So do you think that they are not only a top five team in the ACC, but argue the conversation of squeaking into one, two could be an AC championship or that that's aggressive. That's very aggressive. That is extremely <laughs> aggressive. Let's. You said, for those who don't know, who haven't listened to the show, when I said that they would win six, Drizzy Drake and Kenton looked at me like I had three heads. Lo mm. and behold, they won six plus, and I won $300 out of the group. Mm. Now I'm saying they're going to win at least seven, possibly eight. Have it, have it, I don't know where we landed on the money of the re-up yet, but. We can we can revisit that. It's only it's only again. Bad. If you want to bet on this team winning eight, I'll put whatever with it. I'll put whatever with it. You know what okay. I mean? I, like at the end of the day, you, when you look at most of these teams, sure, you expected some of these to be wins. Some of them, there was no way. There was no way to know. Oh, Northwestern is going to be a two win team next year. Oh yeah, you're you're going to be sitting up here and looking at some teams that are Boston College is going to be god awful. Oh, these teams are all going to be terrible. There was no way of knowing. That. But why was it? Why is it always Duke's had to have opponents that were bad instead of Duke actually being good? Okay, and that's fair. That's a very fair point. Can you tell me which Power Five team with a winning record Duke beat last year? Uh, why do we always have to do these games? I don't like that. I'm just, I'm just asking a question. Can you tell me the Power Five Ooh. team with a winning record that Duke beat last year? Because there was one, but there was exactly one. Tell me it. I don't uh, like you, games or quizzes. You, come on, just just take a guess. I ain't take running the schedule back. Okay, well, it was the uh, Wake Forest Demon Deacons, one of your alma maters. Okay. I, the only team, only Power Five team with a winning record that they beat. Everybody else was five hundred or losing record. You know, you got to play who's in front of you. Maybe Duke will put up some. Keep punching up above their weight class, and we'll just, you know, be more excited about the eight wins that are coming. I got to pray on eight because I don't know if eight's a little aggressive, and I don't know if I want to lose my money like that. But I definitely feel like they are potentially a top five program here in the ACC. Number seven, the Pitt Panthers finish with a five-game winning streak. And listen, they have included 20 overall wins with a title, ACC title back in 2021 and a bowl victory over UCLA. I think that the loss of Kalaja Kansi, Sarasia Dennis, Habakkuk Baldondo, and Izzy, okay, is going to be hard to replace. But thankfully, we started out in a good foot by replacing Keaton Slovis with Phil Jacobic. So the question is, which version of Phil are we going to get? It's a very similar question to that which you're asking NC State in terms of which version of Brendan Armstrong are you going to get? Which which version of uh, of Phil Jerkovic are you going to get? The only difference is Phil Jerkovic, for the most part, in terms of head coach Jerkovic, Jerkovic, mm-hmm. in terms of head coach, in terms of um, in terms of assistance, and and I believe his offensive coordinator didn't leave either. In terms of receiver, number one was Zay Flowers. He had a little bit more in place there, but his offensive line was god awful. I mean, who we? I ain't played football in quite some time. I ain't put that helmet and shoulder pads on in years. And I know if me and you ran the text game against that offensive line, we'd get us a couple sacks. For those of you who know what a text game is, great job. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. But with that being said, um, it's 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 going to be a situation of how good is Phil. And how good can how well rather can they replace Izzy? Because well, a man showing that backfield. Well, Phil could be. <clears throat> hear me clear, Phil could be a Kenny Pickett year five. 
Mm. I think that's aggressive. I think okay. that's very aggressive. I, and you because, don't and you don't bang with Kenny. So like for you to say that's aggressive. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and okay. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. While I did not believe that Kenny Pickett should have been a first round draft pick, I would acknowledge he was a great college player at the end of his career. Like that's those those two things are not necessarily congruent, and that's the objective truth. At the end of his career, he was doing it. He was put the team on my back. I'll figure it out. Slick back man, absolutely. Yeah, he was he was getting it in. I don't think that I see that level out of Phil Jacoby. Which again, if he does play at that level, then Pitt will easily, easily, easily be in this top five, and potentially that's a team. If Phil is rolling at that type of clip, if Phil is rolling at a Kenny Pickett year five type clip, there'll be an ACC championship. Ooh, and Rodney Hammond is trying to replace Izzy. Just saying. He mm-hmm. needs to have and a he's been year. around for some time, hasn't he? He's been around for, he, what, three years now? He, he's a veteran. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's certainly a veteran. I, I like him. He's explosive. He's shifty. He can do things in space. I like him. I'm not sure he's Izzy. I'm I mean, not nobody's sure. Izzy. Let's let's keep that a band. We, we, we said free Izzy so many times when Pitt was having a down year. So, like... We put we put Izzy up here with the Sean Tuckers of the world. Like we just Oh yeah. No, you know? no, no, no. Sean Tucker is up there with the Izzy's of the world based upon last year. Now, if you go full career, then yes, Izzy needs to get up there with Sean Tucker. But if you just take last year, Sean Tucker needs to get up there with Izzy. Sean did everything he could for the he program. Did. He did. He was fighting for his life. He was fighting for his life. When Gary All down, his life he had when, to when fight. When Schrader went down, that boy was fighting for his life, but, you know. Okay. Anyway, I think overall, Pitt could definitely be a top five conversation. It's going to take a lot for them to be top two when it comes to who's going to be the ACC. As a reminder, there is no Atlantic and Coastal Divisions for those who don't know. So, you got you to gotta earn your keep this year, okay? Number eight, which... Our comments are about to be insane. Bama Kane, please don't run up in here. The Miami Hurricanes. Come on, Bama Kane. Come on. Come on with it. Come on with it. Because we're going to get into your team. We're going to get into your boys right now. We're going to get into them. Number eight, high expectations per usual. Mario Cristobal and the boys out in Coral Gables are sitting at number eight, trying to be in the top five and – Maybe the top two. Tyler Van Dyke is returning. They don't have 10 quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? They definitely are trying to be a smooth sailing type of unit. We shall see. Uh, well, top I'm five? going to tell you this. I'm, I'm, I'm tell you this. Okay. Of all the teams that we're talking about has the potential and what they could do. Miami has the best collection of individual players. One of the best collections of individual players in this conference. Period. Bar none. When has that been new? However, (laughs) and I was just about to say, however, there's something about them putting it together. There's something about this team. Every year, they have first rounder after first rounder after first rounder. They have ball players after ball player after ball player in the year. Because let me not say first round because I know somebody's going to come in. Actually, there hasn't been a first rounder. (laughs) They have ball players on ball players on ball players that win all conference. They do all the things. But when it comes to piecing it together and making everything mesh in jail, it's just like something goes off the wheel. Something just goes off the tracks with this team. Well, Kenton, Kenton, Kenton. De'Aaron King was supposed to be the answer. But when he got he hurt. He was. When he was healthy, he was the answer. And, but he was. and But when he had to try and come back within, what, nine months, it was like, all right. It was all she wrote. But, but can I say something? And I, I need to... to why do Florida teams keep playing Bama? What Why? Do you mean? 
Why? Every time a Florida team plays Alabama, their whole season is cooked. <laughs> that whole season, throw it in the trash. It's <laughs> not going to be what you thought it was. Yeah. You know, when Florida State did it, them boys got their whole program erased. Uh, Jimbo said, I, I ain't doing this no more. I'm out of here. Uh-uh. We got to go. We got to go. Rally the troops. It was yeah. the beginning of the end for Manny, essentially. I, what are we, you know? We got to stop putting ourselves. We're embarrassing the the unit. And the By unit, of, I mean ACC. In the words of Eric Mays, you have got to stop doing that. You have got to stop doing that. Because, man, it's, it's a problem. But I'll tell you this. Much. You ought to be shamed for I'll that. You, you ought hey, to listen, be shamed. We, we love some Eric May. Shout Get, out to break the fourth wall. You shout ought out. to be shamed. That's shout your out. uncle. That That's my uncle. Everybody, my uncle. I want everyone to know dead serious. Kitchen is from Detroit, Michigan. And I promise y'all that Mr. Mays is his real-life uncle. Uh, start, Eric start. Mays is not my real yes, uncle. He Do not is. start that line. Do not yes, start that line. Eric Mays is not my uncle. No, dead, dead set, y'all. That is his uncle for real. Don't let him tell you otherwise. If you can't see it now, based on his reactions and commentary, I'm so glad it's all coming together for y'all. Now you see where he gets the crazy from. Eric Mays Mays is not my uncle. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Candace just feels like I react very similarly uh, to No, 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 no. If you're going to sit here, you told everyone that lie when you were cracking jokes in the group chat. So now that's your uncle. That's not my uncle. And I acknowledge in the group chat, that's not actually my uncle. So <laughs> that, I don't know is, that, is, that is your blood that. uncle. Go ahead. Anywho, back inside the fourth wall now. Okay. This this Miami team, um, we're we're looking at a, a very interesting situation here. Yeah. We're looking at a Miami team that if they can piece together, all if they can make all of these really great players that they have as individuals, they're one of the teams that have the highest amount of predicted first rounders going into next year. Right. They've got a tackle that's supposed to be a first rounder, a safety that's potentially a first rounder, actually two safeties that are potentially first rounders. They have a ton of guys. You talk about Tyler Van Dyke and his best friend being wide receiver. Number one, you talk about a team that overall has so much talent, so much talent. So they're the Avengers. Some of the defensive line for Miami has always the defensive line is never, ever, well, not never. It's rarely a problem with Miami. It's rarely a problem. And they have talent, experience, and depth this year. I'm just saying, if this team can pull it together, if they can make all those great pieces mesh into something, this could be a special year for them. They could be top two and not two. All right. I ain't going to hold y'all. When it comes to looking fresh to death, it's summertime, and I like to look the best that I can between fit, comfort, and versatility. Bird Dog has gotten me right. I look better and feel great when I'm wearing my Bird Dog. I mean, it is legitimately comfortable, and I'm not even going to hold y'all. We understand that this is how we pay our bills, but I put them jokers on, and I said, do I even have shorts on? I was feeling real free. So whenever you want to, you know, enjoy an evening of just feeling comfort, whether you're going out, whether you're staying in, whether you're just relaxing, whether you're turning up, strongly suggest you get a part of our Bird Dog family and make sure that you tell them that Locked On ACC sent you. You go to birddogs.com slash locked on college enter promo code locked on college they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every order all right guys we got to talk about miami we got to talk about Pitt. we had to talk about our boys in duke blue but now it's time to switch gears to the number nine team on the Athlon early ACC football predictions list for 2023. Sitting at number nine, 
like Kenton mentioned, my former alma, my well, not former, still is my alma mater, Wake Forest, Dave Clawson, all arguably one of the best coaches, if not the best coach here in our conference. Team knows how to play flawlessly. Have lost some really good ones to the NFL, but they also have some really good returners in Taylor Morin and Mr. Mitch Griffiths at quarterback. A lot of questions to ask. We know that Sam Hartman is not coming walking through that door, nor A.T. Perry, but uh, I think that there's still a lot to be said about this uh, Wake Forest team. Are they a reload team? Yes. They're, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. They're a rebuild team. No, okay. I, I apologize. <laughs> they're a rebuild team. They're not a reload team. This I thought you said, are they a rebuild team? No. I, this team is not a reload team. With all due respect to Dave Clawson <laughs> and all that good stuff, this team – you said something. that with such fervor. Yeah, because they had because because I, it's not hated for me. I, it's Dave. <laughs> Dave Clawson is an excellent coach, but his yeah. coaching works in a way that you kind of take some time and build up to like, okay, when y'all are seniors, you're going to be good. Uh, then we're going to take a little dip, and then when that class is seen, uh, then we take a little dip, and so on and so are forth. Are they really? Are they still a cyclical team? I'd argue that they are up up and up with being halfway, you know, on the I up mean, and up every year. I mean that that could be argued. I I, I think this that, would be the first year where we really see it because Sam Hartman ain't in his twelfth year at you know college. Yeah, well, not only did you not have Sam Hartman, you lost uh, a ton of other talent outside of him. I mean, that's I mean, casual. A.T. Perry, Donovan Green, Jamal Brooks, yeah, you know. yeah. That's that's you know you can make it as casual as you want to, but this is business <laughs> attire only. You'll get turned away at the door. Uh, this is a, a reality that this, this Wake Forest team. As much as Dave Clawson is beloved and as much as people respect him and respect the long mesh and respect all the things that he does with that program and the players being very disciplined and all that, shout out to him. More power to him, right? Yeah. But I, at some point, you need the players. You need some ball players that can get it done, and I don't think they have that. Do you ever see them moving away from that system in order to help elevate and bring guys, especially in this new transfer portal NIL era, you know, enticing guys to want to come to their school? Do you ever see them moving away from that system? Absolutely not. Their academic rigor is too tough. It's it's legitimately just too hard. Like they, all of those schools with great academic rigor, mm, eh, you're you're looking at a tough time in terms of um, getting in the best players and whatnot. And even beyond that, they need to upgrade those facilities a little bit, right? Like they need to upgrade that field a little bit in order to have that conversation of bringing in really good players. Because what really good player, what's the maximum capacity of their field? What is it, 20, 15, somewhere in there? What, what's the maximum Which capacity? I think it's a 30,000 stadium. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, 30 plus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't look. Like it, it might be more. I mean, just because it don't fill out, don't mean it not. Come on, Kenton, don't be. Don't. But do that's. That. But that's the other part of it, right? Like it. Anywho, uh, long story short, this is this is a rebuild year for them, and that's okay. That's this is a great place for them to be actually for a rebuild year. And I'll tell you this: when it comes to uh, overperforming, what's expected of them, Dave Clawson is public enemy number one. He is the usual suspect in. It don't matter how much you expect from them. They're always going to get a little over it. So we'll see. 31,000 to be exact. 31,000. Okay. Good you know, Winston-Salem isn't a sexy city. I ain't going to hold you, but I've been there, done that. And, you know, they, they make it work. They, they, it's, they, it's actually not a bad town. It's not bad. It's not, you it's know. It's not a bad town. Right. My point being, like, when you're the draw and appeal, like, yeah. I'd rather go to, you know, XYZ, Miami, 
mm-hmm. versus Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I'm not going to hold anybody, you know? What? North Carolina girl. What? You Crazy. would rather go to Coral Gables than Winston-Salem? North Crazy. I'd rather... I wouldn't, I'd rather go to Winston-Salem than Syracuse, which is our number 10 on the list. And last team to talk about, Kenton's favorite coach, Dino I, Babers and the boys. I'm going to tell you. The I'm fighting tell you. Babers. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I, Here we go. I, If Garrett Schrader has a year like what he had last year and he doesn't get hurt, this team could greatly outperform this. I, I'm not sure if Garrett Schrader has another one of those in him. I'm not sure, but I, thought, it's you possible. Think, do you think it's this is possible. the last time he would could punch above his weight? It's possible, though, because he has some weapons. I mean, Aronde Gadsden, while everybody, Gadsden, while everybody considers him a tight end, that boy's a big slot receiver, and he's dang, he's good at it. He's so good. He's the young man. He is a guy that knows body control. Amazingly, mm-hmm. amazingly for a guy at his size. Normally, when you like get an AJ Green, tall and lanky, something in that something in that area, right? He's not quite as fast as AJ Green was, and all that good stuff. Not mm-hmm. quite as fluid of an athlete, but that's why you line him up in the slot. Well, so that, that sounds like a terrible up. comparison, Kenton. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying he's he's tall. He can high point the ball. He has yeah. great body control. Those mm-hmm. are the things that are AJ Green. Oh, and. He those highlight catches are not they're not like a new thing to him. Like he's been yeah. doing it. So that's that's where the comparison to AJ Green comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but were well, you the one who said like AJ Green? By the way, no, so, no, I did say that. But I'm like, if if I was wrong, you could have just said like, nah, more so this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. anywho, yeah. anywho, <laughs> the the man is a ball player. He gets it done. And, yeah, and that that defense, like I said, very unorthodox. Always gives folks problems. And that secondary as well, even with losing one of the best corners in the game um, off of last year's team. Yeah, that corner there has went to the league. So, Garrett Williams, I, yeah. Yes, Williams went to the league. After losing one of the best corners in the game last year, I still think that – I don't know how they do it, but Syracuse defensive backfield is always in a reload situation. Like, that's so interesting to me because that's the one position group where they're like, don't matter who you take out of here, we got somebody else ready. I think this, everything about Syracuse surprises you. Like this team could be this team could be special, but they could also be tip or worse. They could also be tip or worse. Like Babers I wouldn't make, be surprised. I wouldn't. Babers be surprised. makes it through the season. That's not a bet I'd be willing to take. That's uh, not a bet I'd be willing to take. Just being quite honest. I bet he makes it through the season, and I bet they get top seven when it comes to ACC. Okay, well, more power to you. More power to you. You want to put money up? There's, there's. Too you want to put money up? There's too many. Uh, there's too many just loose variables about this team for me. To Moolah, say baby. Moolah. Anywho, <laughs> anywho, there's too many loose variables about this team for me to fully commit one way or the other to like, uh-huh. hey, I know what this team will be or whatever the case is. Yeah, you know, that's just not not a uh, good idea for me. But I, I think that I think that this team has the potential to do some good things. Like I think that they have a higher ceiling than Wake Forest, um, but I think they also have a lower floor. Okay, okay, okay. I think that the remnants of being in the Atlantic Division definitely doesn't help certain teams like Syracuse, but it'll be interesting to see with this no divisions how it all pans itself out. I will say of this list, I feel most confident in, like I would put Louisville in this group 
group of five. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I think Louisville would fit nicely in that we don't really know, but y'all are shooting at a, if y'all shoot at a high clip, y'all could be amazing, but they're just way more unpredictable to me than a Duke. They're way more unpredictable to me than a Syracuse, but you know, here we are. This is what we have before us and we'll go from there. We're not quite done though. Right. Let's keep it a buck. We have a, couple, we have a couple more teams that have been given the cold shoulder by us. Cause we still have Absolutely. to do their, their schedule review. You know, you have to have somebody towards the bottom. But in positive news, Glass have full-type energy. There have been teams that have been sitting at the bottom who have pleasantly surprised us. Oh, of course. Of course. It's, these are all predictions. At yeah. the end of the day, these are all predictions. And I know somebody is going to come back and say, oh, look, y'all were wrong about this team. Y'all don't know nothing. We, we give our most educated prediction of the future based upon a, a wide myriad of things for each person individually. Me personally, yeah. m- me personally, the best predictor of future behaviors is the past. And I look at what have you done in terms of what have your players as a unit done? And guess what? The future is always being written. You can always have a, a, a time or a situation where you become something different or better than what everybody thought you were. Like that's just not impossible. So the four Syracuse fans who are going to yell at us at the beginning of the season once, mm-hmm. you know, Syracuse goes 3-0, right? Mm-hmm. The five Wake Forest fans who are going to be up our tail when we, yeah. you know, talk about the turnaround and all the things and we're not acknowledging them. It's, you know, the rest of the list. I think the 11 through 14 are probably going to be on our heads. But I think the craziest group is going to be Louisville because y'all doubted us. We couldn't be a top five program, blah, blah, blah. So, you know. I mean, hey, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I, I'm i a very firm believer in if I'm wrong, tell me. I have my opinions. I have my beliefs until I have new information that leads me to believe otherwise. I was not very high on Florida State the end of last year until I took another look at their roster and I took another look at what they got coming up this year. And I said, hold on. Boy, don't you tell no tale on the end of this show because you know full well you're still not very high on them. Now, don't play that. I, I'm I'm high enough to say that they could potentially be ACC champs. And I said that their ceiling is the college football playoff. First of all, don't scream at me. Second of all, you definitely might be high on something because okay. you certainly don't believe in Florida State the way. I, I don't believe in Norvell at a high level. I don't. But okay. I believe that they have a compilation of players that is written. Ridiculous. Like, like Miami has well, so does good, Miami. Yeah. Miami has really good players. What Florida State has is crazy. Like, that is legitimately well, would you, insane. Would you rather have Norvell or Cristobal? Mm, uh, I'd say <laughs> I'd, I'd say mm, this is tough. Cristobal hasn't had enough time to fully show what he can do yet. He's, but, been, a, he's been a head coach before. Oh, but wait. I was just about to say, he's been a head coach elsewhere. And he did, some good, he did some good things with Oregon, which is another power but five He school. didn't develop that quarterback, apparently. Well, okay. Um, I, I, it's really a push. Mike or Mario. It's, re- it's really a push. But if I got to take one, if I'm forced to have one of these as my head coach, Give me Mario. If I'm forced to take one as my head coach, give me Mario. If I'm forced to. Ooh, you just love it. But again, but again. That, that's, the, that's, our, that's our poll, just so you know. Mike, Mike has immensely better players than Mario. Mike has immensely better players. 
How do you say that after just saying Miami has first rounders and guys are going to the league? Guys who are predicted to be first rounders. We've seen this tail play out before. And also, so does Florida State. Florida State was one of those teams that was up there too in terms of predicted first rounders. We all know Jared Verse is going somewhere and somebody's top at worst eight, nine, unless he has. I I don't don't, don't, don't feel like arguing about Florida State guys because you already know how that gets. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. I mean, these boys followed me for the whole season to make sure I saw tape of the boy throwing the, throwing it down the sideline. Okay, that's that's fair. That's yeah, fair. I ain't say nothing. About Jordan Travis for Heisman, you hear me? Jordan Travis for Heisman. So I repeat it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Either either way it goes, we heard it here. You rather have Mario than Mike? So I would love mm-hmm. that to be a poll question. Would y'all rather have Mario or Mike, or would you rather have your team's head coach rocking with Mike Elko, rocking with Dave Clawson, rocking with Dino Babers? I want to see and hear your lovely predictions of who you're rocking with this season in terms of ACC. Do you feel like any of the six through 10 teams should be in the top five? We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments in our YouTube section. And you can always hit us up at Locked on ACC and give us your feedback there. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, though, we got to get out of here. We're going to give you the 11 through 14 tomorrow. We're going to make sure that you're locked and loaded and ready to go for the long Memorial Day weekend. Until next time.